Hello and welcome to the Candy Cash Flow Podcast, Episode 19. I'm your host, Ava Fails. Episode is sponsored by Audible. If you still haven't found the perfect listen for your chill time or commute, try the world's largest library of audiobooks. Audible understands that a busy lifestyle doesn't always allow for time to be well read. They have your solution. Grab their free trial and get two free books. Experience Audible for yourself today. I'd just like to throw in that as a self-publisher, Audible shoots me 25 free book codes each time I publish with the Audio Creation Exchange or ACX. I've often used these codes to further my online education and you can do the same. There's a ton of nonfiction on Audible, including books on WordPress, hint, hint. That being said, I think it's time for the Candid Cashflow Podcast first giveaway. If you're interested in some free audiobooks, I'm going to give away two five-packs of free book codes. You do not need to have a paid Audible subscription to use these, but keep in mind if you sign up for the free trial, you'll get seven books instead of just two. If it's available in audio format, you're going to find it on Audible. They have every flavor from Gary Vee to Grant Cardone to Classics to Fifty Shades. So let's figure out this giveaway. This is completely spontaneous. I had not planned to do a giveaway when I first sat down to write my podcast, so just bear with me a little bit. I'm going to run it for one week. It's going to be starting Wednesday, April 4th, so that'll be the day this podcast episode is published, and I'll be determining two winners on Wednesday, April the 11th. I'm not going to make you jump through a lot of hoops. To qualify, simply sign up for my email list at my website. There are opt-in forms located at the top and in the right sidebar on every page at heyoava.com. From this list of emails, I will select two winners on the 11th completely randomly. You do not have to be present to win, and I will send you an email to notify you of your forthcoming prize. Now, on to WordPress. So, WordPress was released in May of 2003, so it will be celebrating 15 years very soon. I first started using it in 2006 and I've had a WordPress site constantly since then, although it hasn't always been the same website. In these last 12 years, I've learned a lot, but I also came to the table with background knowledge. I used LiveJournal and Blogger in the past and that gave me kind of a basis for my understanding of how a blogging platform like WordPress functions. Let me interject here and say that WordPress often gets dismissed as just being a blogging platform, but it is so much more than that, and we'll get to the more a little bit later. Since its inception, it has gone on to power some of the more popular sites on the web like Mashable and TechCrunch. 
As of this writing, it powers up to 29% of the website's online total worldwide. That's more than a quarter of all the websites out there. I work pretty much exclusively with WordPress, and I'm going to tell you why in this broadcast, so don't go anywhere. So, why should you choose WordPress? Well, maybe you shouldn't. It really depends on what you want to do online and how far you want to take your site. If you're just dabbling, try something free like Wix, Weebly, WordPress.com, or Blogger. If you think that your dabbling could possibly turn into more, go with WordPress.com. At least you'll have a leg up on how to use self-hosted WordPress. Yes, there are two WordPresses. First, there's WordPress.com, which is the free blog arm, where you get a blog and a subdomain like yourblog.wordpress.com. Not ideal, but fine for learning. You can also redirect a domain like yoursite.com to a free WordPress blog, but it has limitations. You can't use, uh, I don't think they allow affiliate links and things like that. Second, you have WordPress.org. This is the self-hosted software version of WordPress that is also free. In order to utilize it, you need a web host where you can install the software. Most web hosts have one-click installs of WordPress that make this really easy. If you're serious about getting online and creating a sustainable business, I wholeheartedly recommend the second option. There's a bit of a learning curve ahead, though. If you've never used a blogging platform of any kind before, there's going to be a learning curve with WordPress. It is so much easier to use now than it used to be. When I started 12 years ago, you had to upload your plugins and your themes to WordPress using FTP. Some genius eventually built these installs into the dashboard. Still, the WordPress dashboard can be an intimidating place. As a bonus to accompany this episode, I have some how-to WordPress stuff that I wrote for Steemit, which I will compile into an ebook for you. So be sure to grab the show notes at heyoava.com slash episode 19 to get a link to that free ebook. Let's talk about some of the types of websites you can build with WordPress. It actually might be easier to list the types of sites that you can't build with it. I'm just going to briefly talk about the types of sites I've built with WordPress and perhaps a few I haven't, but no are possible. Blogs are a given, but I've also built static websites with WordPress that don't include a blog. Because WordPress has two different content editors for posts and pages, you can create a website with only pages and just not add the posting page to your navigation. So you don't have to be a blogger to have a WordPress website. It works fantastically for small businesses. I've built e-commerce sites on WordPress using their own plugin called WooCommerce. I've also used a platform called Equid to build out stores and shopping carts on WordPress. They both run effectively and get the job done, and both of them have free features as well as paid ones. And they build a good-looking online store. You can't really tell the difference between that and something like Shopify. 
You can create a membership site with WordPress and have private areas that only members can view. You can place your membership easily behind a paywall and generate monthly revenue from your premium content. I'll include an image gallery of some of the sites I've created with WordPress at the end of the blog post corresponding with this episode. So be sure to grab that link uh, in the description. Finally, I've built forums on WordPress as well where users could gather and discuss topics surrounding a common theme. There's just not much you can't do with a WordPress site. I do not even endeavor to know what all it can do. So in researching for this episode, I found a few naysayers, and that's just going to be the lay of the land when you've been around as long as WordPress. I wanted to address the points in one particular article from a website called JPW Design Studio one at a time, and I'm just going to paraphrase these seven points and my rebuttal. One, WordPress developers will complicate your customizations and cost you a lot of money for the website you want. Uh, Don't make your website ideas too complicated. If you want a completely custom experience, then you can expect to pay for that. If you're just going for a solid web presence and clean website, you don't need to hire a developer. Two, WordPress costs too much to maintain. You're kidding, right? My website is like $200 per year. Some of the other claims are that WordPress sites break every few months, need constant fixes and updates, it's open source so there's no support, and that you need to be prepared to hire multiple developers. Wow. Okay, first WordPress updates their core stuff every few months or so. Depending upon your web host, these updates can be manual or automatic. I've never had a web WordPress website break. I've had sites run for months, even years, without being updated. There is a ton of documentation about WordPress online, and that has been true from the start. I'm completely self-taught, and I basically Googled my way through learning WordPress. I've never hired a developer. 3. You won't be able to make changes to your site without tons of training. There is a learning curve with WordPress. It's going to depend on your personal experience and knowledge how quickly or how slowly you're able to get the hang of it. That's the honest truth. 4. WordPress breaks all the time. I've never had a WordPress site break in all my 12 years of working with it, both for myself and clients. If it does break, I know how to restore from backup. Do these people not have backups? The article goes on to say that you can expect to hire a developer and it will cost between $300 and $1,000 quarterly to maintain your WordPress site. On what planet? Maintaining WordPress monthly is a few clicks, not completely hand-coding a great unknown fix. Number five, WordPress is easy to hack. No, WordPress is just so widely used that it gets hacked the most often. If you secure your website properly, you don't have anything to worry about. It just takes a little common sense and a great plugin called WordFence. 6. Other platforms work just as well for SEO as WordPress. Okay, and... 7. It's bad for small business. 
You said that already. What, you couldn't come up with a different point? WordPress is great for small business because it puts you on the level with the big businesses who use it like Disney, BBC, Sony, Facebook, Microsoft, and way more than I can list here. All the entrepreneurs that I know use WordPress for their small business. I use it, and that's good enough for me. So how much can you expect to pay for a WordPress site? It really depends on where you shop and what you need. As I stated a few minutes ago, my website cost me about $200 per year, give or take. My expenses include my domain at $11 per year, hosting at $16.95 per month. This includes hosting for several client sites where I recoup some of that monthly fee and time for maintenance. WordPress itself is completely free to use. If you use third-party features like themes and plugins, this is where you can expect to pay more. However, it's not a requirement. There are workarounds for everything. For example, let's say you install a theme, but in order to get social media icons, you have to buy the premium version. There are actually several plugins that can add this functionality free. If you need something completely custom, you can expect to pay a good amount for it, but if you just need basic stuff, it should cost you next to nothing. You do not need a WordPress developer for a basic site and to secure backup and maintain your WordPress site. Anyone who charges hundreds for that kind of a service is a ripoff artist. I provide this service for $9.99 per month per site to several of my clients. In my opinion, WordPress is just a no-brainer for anyone looking to build a sustainable business online. It's professional and it can handle anything you throw at it. If you decide to expand in the future, add an e-store, add a membership, or anything you can imagine, WordPress can handle it. If you're interested in a WordPress website for yourself, you can check out more information about it at heyoava.com slash using dash WordPress. There's a button on that page where you can send me a direct email if you have any questions regarding WordPress, how to use it, and the services I offer in relation to WordPress. Remember, there will be a link in the show notes with a free ebook of WordPress training, yours for the taking, so be sure to grab those at heyoava.com slash episode 19. Don't forget to get your entry in for the giveaway by signing up for my email list. I'm not currently sending out a newsletter anymore. I'm still thinking about what I want to send out and how often. If you enjoyed this episode of the Candid Cashflow Podcast, I hope you will consider subscribing. You can do so in your favorite app at heyoava.com slash candidcashflow. I release a new episode each Wednesday. Until next time, turning your passion into cash flow.